All right, hey everyone, welcome to Narwhals. This is episode 21. Uh, back at you again on video and on live stream. And uh, I'm, jo- I'm Drew Wilson, joined by Kieran Flanagan. Yo, yo, yeah, we need to uh, try to get more cameras in here. Like, I don't feel like I'm on enough cameras right now. <laughs> get yes. your phone out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and this is Jed Bridges. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, what man. up? Good to see you. Yeah. Jed, you don't work too far away from here, do you? It's a good 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in this building? And we're in this building. I he's, did not know he's that. He's right there. Yeah. Their office is right there. Across the way. I can only see the cafe. Uh, you can come see after this. Come All check right. it out. Sweet. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else? Who else is here with you? Um, so it's the whole team. It's the whole. Not the whole team. Uh, most of the design team is here. I we did got not know it. that. Yeah, we have the remote office here as of about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Sweet. Yeah. Dude, common grounds. Yeah, they yeah. came and you came and checked out the space when I was shooting the common grounds video. Yep. And I was like, yo, we need people to be here. <laughs> and that was enough to sell you. We loved it so much. We, uh, we pitched the idea to the, the higher ups and they went for it. Nice, dude. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> North County. Represent. It's been awesome so far. It's a really cool place. It is pretty sweet. And it'd be pretty cool. Common grounds would be a great name for a, uh, Coffee. Coffee place, right? It is all over. If you look up Common Grounds on, it on is. the Googles, you'll see like coffee shop like in this place, coffee shop. Bean in that icon. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> now, tell us about uh, what you do and where you work. <laughs> I hope people know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger reference from Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm a, a designer, um, multidisciplinary kind of do a little bit of everything, um, design, uh, web stuff, take out applications, uh, clean the kitchen after a little bit of everything. But, uh, right now I'm working at a online financial firm called aspiration and, um, Oh yeah. Right there. 20 feet that way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So uh, I've been there a little over a year, and uh, we're trying to create just better financial products. Kind of similar, similar space. You do, you handle payments, and we handle. Um, we're creating tools for people to manage their money and invest. So sweet, yeah, That's sweet. And you said this is the remote office where they where's the actual? It's based out of uh, Los Angeles. Okay, um, you were going up there. Uh, well, we have some remote employees and some in office employees, but. Uh, we usually carpool up there like one day a week for the weekly gotcha. team meeting, all hands on deck. Oof. And um, you guys have a deck. We have a pitch deck, uh, and we have a boat deck a because it's, deck. it's at the marina. So there's, oh, you do have a deck. Yeah, we have a deck. Um, but uh, yeah, um, the design team, most of the design team is down here, and then we have just a ton of the rest of the team up in LA. And then it, we're outgrowing the office we're in, so we're going to be moving into a slightly bigger office in a, the next few weeks. Yeah. Nice. And you have a, uh, a child I'm a on new the personal da- side. I'm a new dad on the personal side, yeah. Um, let's see. Got a little baby girl. She's eight weeks old oh, in boy. a couple of days. Yeah. She's like crazy tiny, but she's growing fast. And uh, it's awesome. I love yeah. it. She's I, almost on her way to college. That's yeah. how fast it goes. <laughs> I know. It's crazy how fast. Like, you just watch them get big, like, those first few months. Like, yeah. It's so weird. But uh, I was actually going to ask you guys, like, the whole narwhals concept is, like, kind of like, it's the same as, like, full stack, right? But I think mm. you should add to it that you have to be a parent. Because Ooh. 
You know what I mean? Like it doesn't count if you're just full stack, but you don't have any kids because it's a totally different thing. It's this like a, it's a whole different. It's a bigger thing, right? stack. Yeah. yeah. So I think that has to from now on be like a requirement for narwhals, like hmm. the human stack. You have to do all human things. <laughs> human centipede. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Does not sound good. Yeah, I think that's kind of been a. Actually, I've, I can't say that. I have no idea. I was going to say that's probably been the case with guests up to this point, but that's not true at all. Like, I doubt any yeah. of our. Oh, they're, they're actually a couple of our previous guests. Yeah, Jason's have, got kids, and uh, Ben might have had his at the time. I think so. Yeah, no, his his are older. Yeah, he had his. Either his way, kids. yeah, that's probably a good thing. That's yeah. probably a good idea. Yeah. So we live here in North County. And a lot of the cool things to do here are like surfing, going to the beach, hanging outside all the time, going on hikes and all that jazz. But y'all do something different. You tell me what y'all do. <laughs> mm. Me and Kieran are disc golfers. We've done that. That's totally true. We've done that together. Yeah. Uh, um, not too long ago. You go fairly often. I, I was going pretty often. Before up, you had a kid. Up until the baby came and... Uh, I think I'm going to start going again soon. It was actually good timing. This is like one of the saddest things ever, but I got like an injury playing disc golf. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, let me tell what was that? Like a pretty bad one. I, I actually like Which part of the body, my, my, uh, I tore like my bicep, like Whoa. legit. Yeah. Like I threw so hard, um, that, that like actually like tore my muscle Dude. and a sonic and, boom happened. Yeah, and it was a, yeah. nailed the other guy. In the head. The, yeah. It was yeah. a hole in one though. So, but, was, but by the way, I have a friend who he he calls regular golf ball golf, ball golf. to distinguish from disc golf and ball golf. Disc but, golf, uh, just golf. Have you foot golfed? Have you ever done foot golf? There's a course Isn't that just soccer? here, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a course here in Carlsbad. And wait, I did wait, it for the first time. I, I did it for wait, the first time. I'm, I'm prepared to go like into an explanation. No, I'm prepared to go into I'm prepared to explain. No, the ball looks like a foot. Yeah. And you throw it. It's, it, it's confusing. No, I'm just oh, I was like, that's you put rugby. it in your pocket and you run around <laughs> and tackle each other. No, there's an actual course here in Carlsbad. I'm sure there's several others, but you're essentially playing alongside like a little executive course, like golf course, like par three. So the holes aren't, aren't that long. And you play just right next to all the greens. Golf greens is this big, like foot and a half wide hole, big enough for a soccer ball to go into. And so you bring a soccer ball and you, oh. you tee off from the same tee, but you play for the, but the you, crazy big hole that somebody's going to like so snap no an defense. ankle falling into. No, no, it's golf. But instead of swinging a club and hitting a tiny ball, you you're your kicking a soccer ball and you just play the same way. Like just, you still play like par three whoa have you done it yeah that's gotta be a lot of rolling it's super fun is it fun it is you just like kick it as far as you can just wait for it to roll like (laughs) try to get on the fairway so it'll roll farther so you're not on the same course as as no you are yeah but you you just go right by like you same rules as if you were playing golf like like, i've never like played on like a real nice nice golf course i played on one 18 hole and it was in c around seaside oregon on the oregon coast and it was purely brown grass yeah and it was windy yeah Yeah. and and i'm and there's so there's no one there but i'm like i look at these golf places around here because there's tons of them like aren't these people afraid of getting beaned in the head by a golf ball i no they have nets don't they have nets up that like but like (laughs) not from like hold on you mean like the other hole hitting into you and lagoon all the time and there's no fence between the golf course mm. and the lagoon. Well, and well that's because you're not trees. supposed to walk in the lagoon, dude. You're trespassing. That's no, no, no. <laughs> but like, I'm always like, okay, let's hurry up and get past this golf area where there's no trees because like we could get beamed in the head by a ball. I'm like, 
But I never see that happen. I'm like, how does that not happen? If it was me hitting balls on the course, yeah. it'd be like going all over. My biggest fear when I go golfing, I don't, I don't go often, but when I do go is hitting somebody like, cause mm. I'm not, I'm not good yeah. and I'm super worried. I'm not worried about getting hit. Cause I feel like everybody else out there knows what they're doing. I'm scared to death of like killing somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where disc golf I think is superior. Like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> Those you, things hurt though. You can safer. hurt someone really bad, yeah. but you won't kill like them. Are different than normal frisbees? Yeah. yeah. They're dense. Yeah. Oh. They're dense plastic and a lot like smaller. Like sharp edges. Yeah. Kieran, made out of metal with spikes on the corners <laughs> oh, Kieran does this overhand throw and it looks like the hammer throw it looks like uh, the Tron guy when he grabs the power oh, desk and that's why he's doing that's it, he, doing he, it. Yeah. he rehearsed it in the mirror before he came. how can I look like really cool like a note I'm and doing. I yell I fight for the users every time I do it yeah yeah design is problem solving <laughs> so disc golf foot golf do those things Oh yeah, I do those. I like to ride my bike too. I haven't so much lately, but cycling here is like really nice. Yep. The, lots of lots of space for cycling too on the roads. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes. And now they even uh recently they changed the one oh one here, the main road that goes down right along the water, they changed it to be a share lane where the, the whole right lane yeah, is. Yeah, the whole yeah. Uh-huh. the whole actual car lane is for bikers and automobilists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Motorists. And, in Carlsbad, they actually have that lane that follows the train track for a while. Have you seen that? Uh, you mean old 101? That one right there? Um, yeah, it goes like down yeah. through Carlsbad, and it's just like a short little lane. It follows along the train track next to oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah. And it's like just for running and biking and yeah. stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They also have right out here, they have the old 101, which maybe it's like two miles. Um, or maybe, yeah, like two miles. Uh, but it's the old 101 where... There's cars can't get onto it, mm-hmm. but it's like a normal road sized road because mm-hmm. it's the old one at one. And this people, road is totally road sized. <laughs> people run on it and stuff. It's cool. Right next to the right next to the ocean. Except there's a bunch of trees in the way. Yeah, you can't really see those trees. Good place to film. Don't have to close the road down. Yeah, <laughs> we actually did. Oh, film did down by there. Nice for the common hmm. grounds video. If y'all watch that on Plesso.com. I mean that that was the free day I was here. Oh, that's where you got. So it was free. Free to be and then help, but with. then you came and were like, Oh, I should totally buy into this. That's yeah. a, it was like a timeshare pitch, and you uh, yeah, it's funny, like you bought in. They basically filmed me and Jess, um, like taking a tour of the space, but like actually, like as we are the subjects of the video, we were like looking at each it other, was a like, legit tour. This is actually a good place to like, <laughs> so yeah, we totally like, you know, we thought this is a good, inspiring place to work. There's something about being like inspired at the place you work versus like you know if you work at home and your house is dirty it's totally. just it's just harder to get stuff done you know what if your house is clean if your house is clean it's even easier then. if your house is clean it's easier but i don't know there's something about productivity and being happy in the place you're working you know that yeah. really helps get more stuff done so what do you guys feel about because all of us here have worked from home and we've all worked at a place before how do you guys individually feel when you're working from home versus when you're working with people, are you more productive, less productive? Uh, for me, when I, when I first started working from home, when I first started freelancing, I guess, um, I was a lot more productive at home. I felt like I could, I, one, I didn't have kids Two, uh, my wife worked. So I had literally had the house to myself, dictate your hours, get up, don't get dressed, just hop on the computer, jam, work until 3am like that was super easy and super available um 
now, obviously, the situation has changed at home and it's always busy and always loud and always um, hard to get stuff done for an extended period of time. Um, but I think also, even if that hadn't changed, even if my situation hadn't changed, I think just doing it for long enough, you kind of just get like in a rut about it. And I think even if I were still had the house to myself and it were quiet, I would be looking to come to a place like this at least like a couple days a week or something because it's you can just get like you get in a funk and I think like you were saying Chad if if you're not if you're not inspired to get up and sit <laughs> sit down at that screen like it's not going to work. Yeah, that's been my experience too. It's like like I have good seasons of working at home and then you just get kind of lazy after a while. Like stop putting your pants on like <laughs> <laughs> Just put, a lazy, sh- though. just put a shirt on for the conference call, but you're still in your sweats, like kind of thing. I just go from the neck up. Yeah. <laughs> like when I get home, like even to this day, well, it probably will stop happening now because it's finally getting warmer again. But when I get home, I go upstairs and I put on my sweatpants. <laughs> First thing. First Gosh thing. dang it. Yeah, why not? I don't want to wear my jeans. I don't feel like I'm at home. Do, do you have sweat shorts? I do. I have one pair. I bought them recently. So do I. And Game I got changer. mine recently, too. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. I love sweatpants. Yeah. I grew up in sweatpants. Yeah. Oregon? Uh, Yeah, Washington. Because I was homeschooled. So like what you said (laughs) reminds me of my son because... So you've been working from home since homeschool. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've only actually had... uh, I've only actually had one like office job where I like had to go into the Every day. Every day. And how long did you do that? How long were you there? A little over a year. Okay. Um, But yeah. So, but... What you said kind of sounds like my son, where you said, you know, I need to be around people at least a few days a week. And so we homeschool our kids. And so that's how we feel about our son right now. He needs to be around some other boys like at least a few days a week. Yeah, you got to socialize them. That's how I feel like it is sometimes working from home. I, I loved working from home. I've always worked from home my entire, like, quote unquote, career. And only up until I got this office, um, like uh, last July... Uh, did I not work from home? And, um, and I was always like, you know what? I, I at first it was horrible. I went through all this anxiety, like, Oh my gosh, I'm not with my kids all day long. I'm the worst person in the world. Yeah. And then, and then I got, I got used to the fact that I'm gone. Um, and, and I was like, okay, so why am I, why do I feel like suddenly I'm so productive at work versus at home? Cause it was always the opposite. Um, I was always way more productive when I could just be by myself, just hunkered down from yeah. my iMac. And then I started realizing, you kind of alluded to it too, I started realizing it's just the situation at home has changed. My kids are no longer three and under, you know, they're, yeah. they're all older. Um, well, one of them is three. So, but they're all older. And so um, along with that comes like, like an actual human brain where they can like converse with you and they want to have questions, like more than just like, daddy, what is this? You know, like just little kid questions. They have like, other questions and like they want to converse with you that you know it just becomes more like you're there with another human yep and so it becomes weirder when you're there but you can't really be there mm-hmm. when they're little and yeah. they're napping or they're yeah. just playing with their toys and just looking around like exploring the we've, world and, and we've talked about that before i feel like on these not i can't remember we've done these for we had a big year gap there yeah. but i'm pretty sure we talked about it the, uh, this is that, actually like, year three. I, I was gonna so twenty one. Wow. wow. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, before the July when you got the office, you worked from the mobile home, right? Yeah. For <laughs> for a year. That's like the, that's the end of the yeah. spectrum. Like <laughs> yeah. there's the work from home spectrum, and you're yeah. on the end of it. Yeah. 
yeah, I was uh, I was around them twenty four seven. Didn't get much work done because it wasn't really right. much time for it. But yeah, we we were traveling the U.S. for a year in an RV. So yeah, I was uh, I was just gonna say the thing that I think we've talked about before, and you, I'm sure you're you're going through it right now, mm-hmm. and we'll continue to is like that once you have kids you've got this you've got this overwhelming like feeling of guilt like regardless of what you do like if you're working you Mm. feel super guilty that you're not there and you're missing this moment when she's eight weeks old and what if she does that you know one thing right then and why am i missing this and then if you're with her you feel super guilty that you're not working like it's this Mm. i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe it's not for maybe everybody doesn't feel that but I I absolutely did. Like I felt like I wanted to be there every single second, and I had, but I was neglecting work, and I felt guilty regardless. Well, yep. I, th- I think it's good to want to be there, you know. Like, yeah. But the truth is, like, you got to put bread on the table. And I- I'm just kind of transitioning in from. Um, I, actually, gluten's not that good for you. Uh, it's it's <laughs> yeah, come on. it's come on, not bread. <laughs> I challenge you to find real data proving that. I'm but, <laughs> no. Uh, no, but uh, I, I got our company is like very gracious with their um, paternal time off. So I got to take some time off like and uh, it was nice to like be there for the first like month and a half or so before starting to phase back into work. Yeah. So that's kind of right right where I'm at. Um, like yesterday, I went up to L.A. for the team meeting and um, that was kind of like the first day I was like away all day. Right. And it's hard when like um, our baby has some digestive issues. So like. She just like if she, if she has a bad day, it's like very bad. So I felt bad I couldn't be there to like help, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just hard when you can't set the baby down for one second all day, you know. So yep. I, I was definitely feeling what you're what you're describing, yeah. but uh, I think it's good to feel that, you know. Like it means you want to be there, and it's, yeah, no, it's a good I, thing. I agree with you. And if you think it's hard now, <laughs> wait till you have a kid that's yanking on your wife's pants, being like. <laughs> And then you got another one who's got the digestive issue. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And then you got another one. And then another one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, like having kids needs to be part of the, the narwhal's uh, definition because it's yeah. just the amount of stuff you guys put out is like mind boggling considering you have kids. If someone without kids were to do the same thing you guys do, I wouldn't be as impressed, you know? So I feel like that needs to be part of it. Well, I mean, I think we could probably let them know the secret. You put the kids to we, work. No, we actually, actually, <laughs> upstairs at right least now. <laughs> I know he's told me this many times and I do the same thing. It's like most of our projects, we hand them off uh, to people from you like know, India. Or like, I don't know. East, <laughs> usually Eastern European, they're really good at design. They have our kind of look. So we just send them to them. I, uh, and, yeah. I don't know how to Photoshop. Yeah. I was and, looking uh, at that's Kieran's source things. code for his, that uh that uh, and it says made by Dreamweaver. <laughs> that, that keyboard, that keyboard app you made, and I found some weird stuff. I was oh like, yeah, he didn't write this. No, yeah, <laughs> it's too. Advanced. None of these, none of these variable names are English. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. What was it called? To- uh, totals. Tally. 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 That's right. Yours was called totals. Mine was called. Uh, I didn't know to- you had one. Yeah. Mine was called totally. 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 Tally's in there. Tally's the in end. there. Yeah, that's yep. funny. It totally is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys got going on these days? You got kids going on. Got kids, um, kids work, uh, new office and, uh, just adjusting to the new, the new life, you know, yep. being a dad, it's awesome. Trying to learn a lot. Um, even like, it's funny how having a kid, um, it just doesn't, it doesn't just change like your relationship with your wife, but with your wife's family also Mm -hmm. and your wife to your family like it's a whole different dynamic really interesting i don't know if you guys can relate like but our 
family lives all near here. And um, the interactions there are so much different. We actually hang out with them a lot more because they help us a lot, like with the newborn. So it's been a really cool thing, like getting to spend a lot of time with them. Having It's almost like having a reason now, like, hey, can we come over? Because yeah. we need to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually been really cool. But just a lot of that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of boring right now. I don't have any like side projects going with friends or anything like that. But well, you got um, a side project with your baby. That's cool. That's yeah, my side project. Like what, yeah. What you said, I can't relate, and I think you can't relate either, um, because family we don't live near any family. I I did it. My so for my daughter who's three and a half now. Uh, we had no family around, so yeah, we were kind of just on an on an island, which was which was which was yeah, it was tough. But you know, you you figure it out, right? Um, and then for my son, um, my in-laws actually moved out. Uh, no way. Yeah, like bye, bye, six Baldwin. months before. Yeah, bye-bye Colorado. Mm. Six months before he was born or something like that. They had, they had wanted to anyway because, like, everybody was out here. They're, both of their kids are out here. All their grandkids and future grandkids are out here. Um, so it wasn't, like, it wasn't like it was a hard sell. They were like, we Are they in the area? They are, yeah. They're like down the street from us. Oh, nice. Which is huge. So, That's yeah, it's cool. <laughs> having gone through like it one way and now going through yeah. it another way. Uh, and now having that, that, uh, older kid that you can like, we can just drop her off now <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like, you know, uh, whatever we need to, to do with her. Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it is funny. Like the dynamics change it, every single dynamic in like your immediate circle changes. It's, it's funny. And you're this person that you're, that you, you know, have lived with and have uh, spent all this time with like you all of a sudden there's this entirely new role that you've never seen them in. Like you've mm-hmm. never seen this side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's cool. Like it's, yeah. it's surprising mm-hmm. um, and it's different and it takes some getting used to, mm-hmm. um, but it's pretty, it's pretty neat to, to watch those things happen. Really cool. And when we ended the show last time you had a homework assignment. Oh, I didn't listen to the last one. Did you? Nope. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Episode 22. <laughs> what was uh, it? Arrival. You had to watch Arrival. That's what he had to do. I didn't do have it. Have you seen it? No, I, I just said I didn't watch the last one. Or I, I didn't listen to the last no, one. No, I mean, yet. have you seen Arrival? Oh, no. Sorry. Good. Because then you guys would just start talking about it. Okay. I, I'm way behind. I haven't seen Rogue One. I haven't seen... Uh, Rogue, Rogue Two. Huh? Rogue yeah, Two? Rogue Two? Shut up. <laughs> okay. What about Rogue Twelve? <laughs> I didn't miss that much. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm way behind in movies right now, but um, I think I'm just gonna binge one day and just like power through all the ones I missed. Yeah. yeah, when you when you go up to LA, just instead of going to LA, just like go to a theater, <laughs> just go get an Airbnb and just yeah, just watch a bunch of movies. Next time I will watch it. I promise. Okay, good. Can I? I'll do the homework too. Okay, good. Yeah. You can do the homework. You can too. do it too. You can come back. You can sit, you can sit out there and like watch, look at us through the window. Such a homeschooler assigning homework. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a little bit of work. Um, what, uh, what are some things that y'all have found challenging? And I think I'll go first since I'm bringing it on you out of nowhere. Mm. Um, these days, uh, as you might have known from the last podcast. Um, he didn't listen. He just said. <laughs> I guess I'm more talking to <laughs> oh, these the audience. Are uh, people watching? Yeah, there are people watching and um, a few people commenting just about like what we're saying. Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? As you might have challenges. learned from our last podcast. Oh, challenges. Yeah. So I have like a team of people now at Plasso mm-hmm. and figuring stuff out. Um, and uh, one of the cool things about that uh, 
is being able to like spread the workload. So that's mm. like something I've been working on. And if you don't know, Plasso was just me by myself for two years uh, and then I raised some money. And so what that means is the actual app and all the code was just me by myself. Yeah. And uh, so splitting that out into, um, you know, a team and letting them take over has been challenging. And I thought maybe I'd just share a little bit about what we ended up doing just because. Um, and so all this code was like written in the Drew Wilson framework. <laughs> and so rather than have people like work with that and like uh, jump into that, we decided that we would do React, Relay, and GraphQL backends, you know, which would be super awesome and cool. And so all the new stuff that we're doing is built in that. Um, but slowly I've been also able to work my framework uh, uh, and get other people involved in it a little bit to spread to spread it all out, to spread the love. But one of the, like, the most challenging things for me is like um, running the company and then um, managing the people because uh, like along with running a company comes like the outreach you have to do, like the sales, like the partnerships, like talking to people. And then the managing the people is like your team is like, hey, uh, how do I do this? How do, I do that? How did you set this up? That kind of thing. Um, what should how should I work this thing? That kind of that kind of stuff. And then uh, the other portion is the actual stuff I used to do, like all the code and everything. Um, and so one of the ways I solved that was doing cave week. And then this week, um, my CTO is in town, so he flies in every month. Um, but we extended it to a two-week stay because we've got so much to do because we're going to launch some new Fortnite. stuff. Yep. And one of the things we're going to launch is um, FlexKit, which I called you about yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. saw that lander. Yeah. What is it? The little can logo. Say? Yeah, I can say. Uh, because it's going to be out by the end of the week, which means tomorrow. Is it a workout oh program? Like it to is. exercise? Yeah. It's, we decided, you know, payments and then what would go nicely along with that mm, work muscles stuff. you're not healthy you can't spend the money or pay pay people so, so uh flex kit is like an api without having to write any of the code api right? for an api for payments without having to write any of the code so like right now you would use something like stripe to manage your payments with their api and so then you're like all right sweet i've got a stripe account now what do i do okay then you have to go and just like write tons of code to work with their API. So you send off the payment, you have to write some front end code to then send it to your server and then send it to them and then wait for their to call back. And then you get that call back from them and you write a bunch of code to do stuff with that, store it here, do it there, send it off to your uh, customer, yada, yada, yada. There's tons of stuff to write. Sounds complicated. Yes. So we made that process easier at Plasso by making uh, products that you just point click and you don't code anything. But uh, there are some customers who would like some more flexibility uh, flex, flex. Oh, kit. Oh, oh. Kit. so we made flex kit. I was gonna say flex box. Yeah, <laughs> it's not flex box <laughs> because uh, we want to offer something that's different, obviously, than a straight up API because those exist. Mm -hmm. um, so what we wanted to do was take our make it easy kind of uh, kind of style mixed with the flexibility, mm -hmm. and we came up with flex kit, which is, this is what it allows you to do. It allows you to create a form in HTML. So as long as you don't know how to code a form or get something to code a form for you, you got a form. And then you just point the action attribute uh, to to uh, Plasso. Actually, you don't even have point that you give them. You actually don't even have to do that. Mm. I take that back. All you do because we'll do that for you. All you do is you paste in one snippet of code, and you're done. And then what we do is we hijack all your forms, and um, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> you know, you you need to put obviously you need to make a name field, a credit card field, email field, that kind of thing. We hijack your form, so when you hit the submit button, we grab a token from Stripe automatically. We pass or PayPal because we're also adding PayPal integration. We pass it along 
into our server uh, and it does everything for you. And uh, and then suddenly you just get a message back on your screen saying success or denied. And, and there's, you know, full messages you can hook into. Um, but it allows you to basically create any sort of payment uh, style that you want uh, without actually coding anything. But you are able to control the entire front end experience, which is all people really care about when they want to do payments. They don't want to, like, worry about the back end. They, all they care about is, like, how's it going to look? And so you can they still, think about that at the end. They're like, yeah, I have to figure out how to charge people. Yep. Everything else is done. So it does that and it does, it does more stuff. We even, um, we have another product that handles like all your user authentication and like blocking off portions of your website, putting a paywall up. It's called billing. So we broke that out into the flex kit as well. Um, so you can do user authentication. You basically just put like a, a user, um, email field and a password field. And then, uh, you just paste in our snippet and Man. authentication is done. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. Like I know with our, um, signup flow at work, um, one of the things we run into is we use a lot of third-party things to get people's information and bring it into other places. And um, and a lot of the times you don't have control of the styling or and it breaks the brand experience for them. And they can think something is wrong, you know. Yeah. So to give them the power to like, they still have all the functionality, but they can style it however they want and have it look like the rest of any of the other flows is really cool. Yep, yep. And with like Plasso, you're allowed to like create payment plans too. So you could just create a drop-down select box and then put in your different plans in there, and then it automatically turns into like a, a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do any of the work. So we're pretty jazzed about that, and um, that's why Mike's staying like an extra week so we can power through all that stuff. Can I ask a follow-up to a point that you made at the start of that? Yeah. You said, um, speaking of like the complications of this, like what do you find? What do you find more difficult with the fact that you have the team? The fact that you have to manage the team, like actually do the company, the business C stuff, or the actual like delegation that you have to do. Like the 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 actual like this work that I used to own and I used to just take over and, and have my fingers in and know how it was gonna come out. I have to somehow split that up and like trust these other people and figure out where the mesh points are and how that works. Like is that the tough part of managing of the team, or is the tough part just the actual like running of the the show? I think the running of the show is a lot tougher. You don't um, have a problem with the delegation. The delegation is not too bad, um, especially when um, the people I hired, I hired because I trusted trust them yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that part for me doesn't really exist. But um, And then also it's like, okay, if someone, we might think maybe they're getting in over their head, everything's reviewed, right? So someone like is like, hey, what do you think of this design? You got input. Uh, or like they put their code in a pull request and you get to look through it and you got input. Do you use so. anything for that? Do you use anything for design review? No, we just, people just manually. Does anybody use the go abstract from a, no, they're an Tim? alpha. We were just talking about that yesterday. They're, they're an alpha. I, I don't think they're in beta yet. Either. They are. I think they are. It's like private alpha. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, and I know they send out a lot of invites. I've been seeing a lot of people doing write-ups on it. Yeah. And, uh, we were just talking about it at work yesterday. It yeah. looks really, really cool. I haven't seen much of it, but the reviews, like the people who yeah. are in it, People yeah. are swearing by it, which is sweet. So it looks like um, it's just versioning control for yeah. your design files. Um, but uh, from what I remember, like they they do versions for like individual artboards within your design file. Like where most versionings, they'll just save copies of that whole file. Right. So they took it like into the file and do versioning. They're doing what like Layer Vault did. Exactly. Layer Vault had some really cool features and. Um, Right before they stopped, it was actually getting really cool. And I think they did a write-up saying, like, 
we just couldn't monetize it. Like we, mm. you know, like so they they stopped. And then what did they do after that? Like Cotton Bureau was that the same guys? I don't remember. Mm. Um, but anyway, it it has a lot of those same features, but um, it also has this concept of like you know, along with versioning, like assets and commenting and like some um, project management type stuff built in. But I'm I'm really excited to try it because yeah. it looks really cool. Yeah, I think I I uh, signed up for the alpha for an alpha invite, but it's yeah. just me. Like it wouldn't do any good. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to see it. Let's do a fake project. We'll, yeah. we'll try it out. Fake project. Yeah, I know there's another one too called Wake, which is basically like Wake. A, yeah, which is like one. a private dribble mm-hmm. for your company, hmm. which I think it's so just internal. Would end up like Envision. Yeah, is and that then, what most people use Envision uh, for? Uh, like in, internal design yeah, yeah. review, review collaboration. Exactly. There's and no think, versioning, but it or maybe there is Wake, like light I think versioning. Also, Wake does like brand asset kind of stuff, like management, like like putting your files here. This is the one to use. That kind of thing, like That's automatically. Nice. Yeah, they do have some brand management stuff. Yeah, um, and Envision has some. Envision has Envision boards, which you can create like an inspiration board or an asset board, hmm. and uh, we use that for. Um, you can like create um, like these hex swatch like little squares of your, your brand colors and stuff like that. It's actually really cool for centralizing everything. Yeah. So yeah people, I just made an yeah. HTML document Yeah, that was just like static HTML with like the colors and like the SVGs yeah. right. in it and like the font. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I that, that works when you've got six people or whatever, right? Like, yeah. 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 But we have like, you know, like you have cust- we have customer support asking for the logo, asking for what is this color hex value? And just like, here's the link. Like, and then you update, <laughs> then you change the logo and you have to figure out how that gets out to Redo all the assets people. Again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So as, as it scales up, it's like you need like a less technical, easier to use, like more yep. straightforward, like kind of thing. And totally envision has been pretty good for that. But yeah. Do, um, so you have an, you have an alpha login. Nope. Oh, okay. nope. I was not sent a, uh, a, a code yet. <laughs> They're like, Ooh. he works by himself. Yeah, Burn. that's one person. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Wait, maybe when maybe when they go to beta, they'll they'll kind of bring everybody in. Yeah, yeah. Be but cool. bring it back to um, the the difficulty portions of like how uh, my stuff is set up. So it's really not that bad. Like delegating uh, to people, um, as I was mentioning. Uh, the difficulty comes in um, just like running the company and like figuring out trajectory because like once you try something, then you have to like decide, am I going to continue this down this path? Am I going to fork it off this way? Are we going to pack a bunch more resources around this? Like, you know, how, how are you going to structure things? And then there's always so much that you want to do. And there's, it's not about like, for me at least, it's not about like, okay, I just got to say no to that thing. Like all the blog posts, just say no to that thing. Like it's not about saying no to that thing. It's like saying, all right, that can't happen right now. Uh, we got to focus on this first. And at least in the beginning, for me, it doesn't really make any sense to like plan anything out in terms of like sticking to that plan. It makes sense to plan things out. So you can say like, hey, here's like what we're going to do. But that plan is just a piece of paper. And like at any moment that thing could change because, oh, suddenly there's like this customer that's like pretty big that's interested in this one thing. Let's hop on that literally immediately and stop everything else. And, uh, and then in, in some cases, like, okay, do I put the whole team on this one thing or do I keep having them do separate things? You know, cause everyone that's on Plasso is able to kind of like do most end to end, to end stuff, like mostly themselves. So we're able to get like a lot of stuff done at one time kind of thing. Um, different streams, I guess you could think of it as <laughs> run in parallel. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah. Synergy. But like this week there's like, okay, we got to get this, that, and the other thing launched. 
Um, and they're like mostly done. They have their own branches in GitHub, you know, like mostly done, but we just need to like, everyone just need to sit down. It's like pound them out one by one, get them out the dough. Merge party. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Merge week. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's, uh, that's what we're doing now. It's like just getting these things that are like, you know, 95% of the way there. And there's a number of them just getting them out the door. And so then, you know, you take some time and like you get everyone together to work on one thing instead of multiple things. So. Oh, I have a question. So, so you have like this roadmap, right? That you're talking about. And like, I'm sure it includes like all these features you might ever want in the future. How do you prioritize those and how do you decide which ones you should do first? And then how do you validate that that is something that your, your people actually want? Like mm-hmm. that you're, the people that are interested in Plasso, how do you validate they actually want this? And like, do you, do you ask them or do you just put a rough yeah, so, demo out? And Yeah. So that's like a really good point. Like it comes to like sales and customer support. Um, if you don't do sales and customer support, there's no way to know that stuff. And people like, there's many people that have written things about like, you know, you got to get market validation and you just got to see if people like it or whatever. But that's not true at all. That's not how you do market validation. You do market validation by actually trying to sell over the phone or face to face your product to somebody. That's how you do market validation. And if they sign up, then they are in that market and then they, <laughs> you know, have validated your idea. Uh, and you can't do that unless you do sales. Uh, you can do that. You know, we could passive sales where you just put up a website, put up a sign up button and that's it and hope for the best. Um, that's not actually selling. You're just like, here's a product. It's sitting on the shelf. If you want to go over there and grab it, go ahead. If not, no worries. You know what I mean? Like, so when you actually, when we actually launch like a, a feature, um, these days they're mostly, uh, they're mostly customer requests or customers will be like, I want this, that thing. And another customer, I want that thing. And we'll figure out, okay, we'll figure out how we can, we merge these things, like be one feature that'd be more universally Mm, uh, usable. And we'll build that. Um, And it's already like pre-validated if there's a number of customers that want it, like, all right, we're building that for them. Uh, They want it. It'll either get them on board or it'll make them happy to, it'll make it easier. And we can see the benefit from us, you know, all of our other customers being able to use it. And it's kind of up to you guys to take that feedback, translate it, be like, you're asking for this, but you, what you mean, Yep, I know what you mean. And it's this. Yep, exactly. And so that's what, that's what like the, the sales does because they're reaching out to people and finding out the holes in our product for that specific person and that specific business. Okay. So we actually can't use you because we want it this way, or you don't have this or this, that, and the other thing. Um, and then with customer support, it's our existing customers coming back to us and saying, Hey, we really need this or, Hey, this needs to work that way, that kind of thing. So by getting that direct customer feedback, we're able to you know, like actually pre-validate what we're building. Um, and, and at that point, it would be silly to stick to your roadmap, like if it's different yeah, from that, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to you don't want to like be swayed by every customer, but mm-hmm. I think you should be swayed by the majority of customers because that's what you're building. You're building this to make money. I mean, if you're already making money, then obviously do whatever the crap you want. Uh, but it's it's a tricky thing because you also have to keep in mind your original vision and your brand, and you want to project yourself in a certain way, like as the CEO of the company or whoever's running the company, if you've narrowed down like a niche where you think you could fit, you want to make sure that you kind of stay there. So that can mean that you launch products that aren't in that niche, but you just don't market them a ton. It's because you had this out of the other customer who really wanted it, and they're going to bring on actual dollars to you. Uh, And then later on down the road, when your brand's a little more established, then you can play up those portions, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, Um, I think that's kind of what I meant by when I said it's up to you guys to translate what that means, because I think it, you can you can hear you know every single or a ton of customers request this one thing, but 
at the root of it is actually this other this other thing that would actually benefit all of them, and that's up to you to make that translation. Or they're all saying it doesn't work for me because it doesn't have this, and somebody else says that, and somebody else says that. But it's up to you to say that that's not what this is. Yeah, like there's probably, but the fact that you're pro- all asking for it, it's, there's probably an issue with the way we're marketing it. Yeah, right. Like it's up to you to translate. Like, do I need to build this feature? Is it actually this underlying bigger feature, or am I just phrasing the entire thing mm-hmm. wrong? It's it's funny with like um, app store reviews, right? Like, yeah. um, it's it's uh, it's a wild the wild west. But like, uh, I don't like going in there. So so with uh, at work, like we have a we have a checking account product, and um, the mobile apps, like the app store reviews, um, a lot of them are super helpful. That's like a form of like client uh, user communication and um a lot of times they ask for something or have a problem with they're like saying they want something and it's actually there mm. and they just don't know it so that's like that's the marketing problem the sales sure. problem right like they were brought in they weren't educated correctly and they don't actually know that the exact thing they want exists right now and they can use it if they want to they're for whatever reason they're just having a hard time finding it or mm-hmm. don't know how to how to access it so it is funny how um the sales and marketing like is such a huge part of yep. uh, canceling out customer support later. Like, <laughs> Yeah. We put like a chat widget on our website and it's like, okay, I was always like, I don't know if those things actually do anything, but I put one up and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is, is it insane you? that we've never did this before. There's people on your website deciding whether or not they want to sign up and you're not reaching out to them. What is wrong with you? Like that's the whole reason you made this thing. So it's like, it's used all the time. You, you find good success with it? We're, yeah, just constantly chatting with people all the time. Not too many people threatening you with Chapter 11? <laughs> no, that one guy did. <laughs> um, um, my API is going to crush yours. <laughs> my API is going to send Scam you and eggs. Chapter. That was my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you just link it up with Slack or something and uh, that you're a customer support? Oh, no, we chat. use GoSquared. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, which is a super cool uh, analytics platform, and they also have the chat. Um but uh, but yeah no it's it's been night and day difference like since like hunkering down on sales and like it's also too it's like coming from like a, a background of just being like a someone who builds stuff all the time yeah. and like creates decent marketing pages uh, and then we'll tweet about it it's like wow I was like totally messing up like you really really have to just blanket the crap out of your product with marketing. Like you just have to go nuts, like go nuts because you have no idea uh, how someone's going to approach your product. And you literally have to just sit there. And, you remember the micro machines commercial guy who just said, bah, 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 talk super fast. Like you just have to do that to them. And like from all different angles about everything your product does, because everyone's going to be looking for something different. If you have a product that does a lot, it's hard to communicate that. If you have a product that does something like one thing, that's way easier. Uh, but so that's the thing we got to do a better job of. I have some videos um, on our site, but this uh, next week I'm going to be making like a handful more. Um, well, I'll just tell you, like Plasso is doing a good job. Like, uh, like every time you guys launch a new feature, it's a killer launch. Yeah. Like the videos, all the content. Um, I don't know. You probably write most of it. Like all the marketing pages. It's just presented really crystal clear. And I think you guys, for how confusing payments are, like you guys are doing such a good job. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, nice to say, remember we went to this, uh, sketch camp. It was like four or five mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, and uh, it was. It's funny. Like back then, like uh, during your talk, that was the most embarrassing talk for me. Afterwards, <laughs> I was sitting next to you like an hour before, and you were making your talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, doing your slides like 
at the event. Um, no, it was good, but uh, it's called Sketch Camp, and your first line was like, I've never sketched anything for anything I've ever done. Like, nor been to camp. I told <laughs> but, them that when they asked me to speak. I'm like, yeah. I don't actually sketch. <laughs> yeah, but but um, you had mentioned like uh, if you want like uh, the way to approach a good product is to build something you would want yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a good way to start, right? But yep. now you're saying like once it's out there yeah, and you grow it, once yeah. it's launched, like it's not just about what you would want. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's that's totally a, different. Yeah. That's a, I'd love to, I know we're, we're getting, we're getting long. I, I wish we had another 45 minutes or whatever to dig into to that idea and to dig into the idea of what is product market fit, which you started yeah. to allude to. Um, yeah. But that would seriously be like another. Yeah. No, it's, hour. it's good stuff. Like that talk. I remember, um, Cause I didn't have, I didn't sketch. So, but I did sketch icons, right? I, yeah. I did that yeah. and I sketched like on paper. Fra- yeah. Like and a I caveman. Yeah. I sketched frames, uh, for a video that I made. And so I showed mm-hmm. that off storyboarding, storyboarding. Yeah. And, um, but, but I didn't actually sketch. So I did my, I don't remember what I did my talk about. I can't really remember, but I started, it was my first time doing like, uh, you, uh, you said you sketch uh, with code. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So <laughs> it was my first time doing like a, a talk. It was actually my second talk, but it was my first time like doing like a prepared talk where I'm not just talking about myself. Um, and I made the mistake of like, I'm like, okay, no one's going to know who I am. I got to at least give them some context. So they'll like think I know what I'm talking about. And so I, I had like four slides and I thought it'd be real quick of like all the things that I'd made. <laughs> And it ended up being like 10 minutes of me just saying something I made. And when I watched the video afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that must have been like the worst. Oh, people no. sit there like, oh man, yeah. it, it that's, like the, that's like the mistake that people make is they just like spend way too much time talking about like what they've done. You're like, oh my gosh, okay, we get it. Carrion took the opposite approach. Like at ValueCon when he spoke, he was like, so you have no reason to listen to me, but I'm just going to talk and not tell you why you should believe me. Like, <laughs> yeah. He like didn't even try. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't even remember. I remember touching on it. I don't even remember what I said or how I did. I blacked out the, for the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. He passed out. Yeah, I blacked out. I Someone was back there remember. controlling your mouth with voodoo. <laughs> no, it was all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Yeah. We got to wrap it. We'll wrap we'll get it along. with that. Sounds good. And uh, we'll see you next time for episode 22. Thanks for sticking with us at Narwhals. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this last time, but this is actually real. Um, Narwhals is sponsored by Plasso. So go to Plasso.com and check it out. And with that, we will see you next time. All right. See you guys. Later.